Really simply, the problem isn't your mindset. That's reductive, in my opinion. It lays the blame at your feet entirely. Hello, welcome to another episode of Money Makers. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about a goals workshop that I'm going to offer. In fact, it's called the Anti-Goals Workshop. Now, I know that at this time of year, we are being inundated with various different strategies for goal setting. As always, I believe there's a number of things being missed out. And so my approach is very different. I want to spend 90 minutes with you for absolute free. There's not, I'm not even really going to sell anything. I might mention a couple of things if they come up, but there's no big upsell or anything like that at the end of this workshop. I just, A, really fancied hanging out with a load of my people and B, wanted to give you a gift. And so I decided that the anti-goals workshop was the way to go. If you want more details pop to the show notes you can sign up um it is on thursday the 9th of december i think at midday and there will of course be a replay available i would love it if you would join me and we can just spend some time together saying goodbye to 2021 and thinking through where we want to be going next year but without you having to leave who you are currently at the door all right enjoy today's episode Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is that you are tuning in. Hi there. Um, I, oh, I'm pretty, do I say this every time? Pretty excited about today's episode, partly because it's something has kind of finally clarified for me that I have wanted to be clear or wanted to be clarified for so long for so long and so it just feels really nice to be able to sort of talk about this share it um yeah it's like it, it feels like a very positive uh episode to be putting out into the world mm, when I think about what I'm talking about I don't know it's not not positive what I'm talking about but it's all you know it's all the patriarchal nonsense <laughs> as always as if you'd expect anything anything else so I really want to say first of all that this post I'll post this podcast this episode was very much um I'm bringing it to you now because the wonderful Kerry Jarvis who we will link to in the show notes um wrote a post about this last week uh the week before I'm recording this or maybe the week that I am recording this that um and then a couple of other people shared things not really linked but all those things connected like suddenly made me go ah I know what to do with this thing that's annoying me. And the thing that's been annoying me for a long, long time is the use of the word mindset. I've probably mentioned it on the podcast before. I feel like I will have done. But essentially, I have not loved the term mindset, specifically in my work, money mindset, for a really long time. And I have reached out to the people in my kind of who I have in my corner in my whatsapp fellow coaches clients just to be like what else can I say like I because I think I've struggled with the term and I've been aware that it's a term many of you many of my audience many of my community do understand it's a phrase that is is 
you know, goes around the coaching industry, the self-development world. It's something that we understand this idea of money mindset. And so I feel like when I think about my work and how I talk about this stuff, I feel like the term mindset is limiting in that we're not just talking about how you think about stuff. In fact, what even while I'm recording, I'm going to do a Google of the definition of mindset. And maybe I'll be asking. <laughs> okay, mindset means the established set of attitudes held by somebody. And with my work, so I we think about it as the way we think about something, the approach we have to something. With my work, we're talking about more than that. We're talking about a wider concept. And I say my work, but I think and obviously I'm biased but also I do feel like I'm right (laughs) in this I'm not always right but in this scenario so we're looking at a wider context than that right and I'm going to get into that more in a minute so mindset always felt really like it just doesn't explain what I do before I get into kind of what I've decided to use instead I'm going to talk a bit about why mindset as a term is a problem and I should say I've carried on using it so I don't think it's like wrong to use it necessarily it depends what you do like it might be a good description I think it's really important important for us all to be honest right and if you don't if you talk about mindset um, if you talk about you know if you're a coach or and uh, or you're you know in that kind of realm of work and you're not looking at things from a societal point of view I mean, I, I doubt you'd be listening to my episode if, if you didn't like to my podcast, if you didn't kind of believe in that side of things, but it can happen. Like it is better to say it's mindset, right? It's more honest um, if you are doing what I'm about to talk about, if that is what your belief is. So I'm not necessarily saying mindset is wrong, but I think it's important to get really specific and really granular with our language um, and make sure that what we are saying is what we are meaning and so I did use mindset for a while because I didn't have another thing to use to be honest and and I didn't know how else to frame it and I think there is something to be said for imperfect action in there but I would always bumble on (laughs) I would be like I'd say mindset and then be like which is a really inadequate term and a really problematic term for many reasons but I can't I can't find another term right now so that's just what we're going with it's probably something I would say rather than just the term mindset so now we have an alternative. Woo-hoo! So before I get to that, though, why is mindset as a term an issue? Well, really simply, the problem isn't your mindset. That's reductive, in my opinion. It lays the blame at your feet entirely. It suggests that if only you had more control over your brain, over your feelings, over your thoughts then the money would be rolling in. And I'm talking specifically about money mindset, especially. It makes no mention of access to things like generational wealth, money education, um, privileges like good credit, or lucking out with a family who are financially literate. I often think of a story where, you know, I I received, my mom died when I was 20, and I received a relative, like not not enormous, but like a good chunk of money, um, like a little bit of inheritance. I didn't know it was enough to buy. Um, if I'd combined it with my brother, we could have bought a house in London. But I didn't know it was enough money for that. 
Now, other people would have had parents that have sat down with them and talked it through. And that's not to blame anybody in that. It's just different ways of doing things. And so, you know, there are there's there's privilege in terms of, you know, it was a privilege to have access to that inheritance. Right. Not everybody would. Somebody else would have had access, would have had the privilege of access to a family who would do things slightly differently. And that would have set them up in a different way. I think it's really important to acknowledge, and I think we forget this, and it becomes its own form of oppression is not the right word, but prejudice almost. We think that only certain people have privileges and other people have none, and that's not the case. We all have different ones. So the first problem is with mindset is that it, it just ignores privilege. It ignores luck. It ignores um, access to certain things. Um. So is it really that we didn't have the right mindset or is it that we literally don't even have, there's no even playing field and people are coming to these things with different experiences and access points and all sorts of other things. But even the privilege part, as and I think it's really important to acknowledge it, like to notice the privilege aspect, not just, especially when we're coming to talk about money mindset, it's important to notice where you've got privilege. I feel like some of us, and particularly talking to white women here, I would say, um, we can we like to we love a bit of guilt, and so we tend to conflate privilege with our need to feel guilty about everything. Um, so it's not just about noticing, oh my god, yeah, you know, I shouldn't feel like that because I'm so privileged and that's terrible of me. It's not about that. I don't think that's helpful. Um, instead. It's A, noticing, yes, where you're privileged, but also noticing where someone else might have had a privilege that you didn't. And you can be in any walk of life, and that can be the case. For example, you might come from a wealthy family that was emotionally illiterate. And that will come out in other ways. You might come from emotion, a family who was emotionally absent, you know, and that will have had its knock-on effect. And somebody else will grow up with um without money but in a family where they were taught to navigate their feelings privileges exist all over the place so yes notice where you hold privilege but also notice where you lack it notice where actually that wasn't as easy for you for whatever reason rather than it always being like oh my mindset's not good oh it's because i'm constantly blocking my own success why why would you do that and yes, we'll look at, you know, you can look at your family and that will be part of it. But remember, your families don't exist in a vacuum. The society underpinning that stuff is always interplaying with those family dynamics, with those cultural dynamics, all of that stuff. It's like a patchwork blanket of things that interact and intersect with how we feel about money and how we feel about ourselves. So on top of the privilege side of things, yes, totally relevant, really need to bear that in mind but also we need to look at our conditioning and conditioning is the word that I am going to be using instead of mindset so you will hear me going forward and I might sometimes say money mindset to kind of make a point about something but um, I'm working on a money conditioning framework at the moment it's delicious god I love a framework and um, it's going to be you know, I'm going to be talking much more from that point of view, because this is the issue. Or this is the larger issue. 
there is a difference between having a scarcity mindset and understanding that you live in a world built on scarcity. There is a difference between feelings like, like you have to fix the scarcity inside you and learning how to navigate the scarcity that has been given to you and that you walk around in every day. You have been conditioned by absolutely fucking everything to think in ways that tell you there is not enough and you are not enough. You know, we talk a lot about the way that women often are pitted against women. And actually, I would say it's more that anyone, anyone who's not a cis white middle class man is pitted against whichever bracket of society they're um they are like they are being lumped into it's often that it's often this kind of infighting that happens and so we talk about you know the way that women are pitted against each other a lot of that is to do with the fact that we grow up believing there is not enough space so I think the thing that I want you to know is it's to act like it's your mindset that needs fixing it's like suggesting that getting rid of plastic straws will fix the climate crisis. It's something that patriarchal systems and governments and, you know, all of that stuff, they chuck in to make you feel like, you know, and it's, I know the government didn't, um, didn't um, invent mindset, but it's patriarchal systems. It's ways of thinking, it's ways of being, it's structures. And they're like, you know, you just need to fix your mindset it's on you you just need to get rid of those straws then you'll feel like you're doing something but that thing while you know they are cat that and we'll get onto this in a minute there is some taking responsibility for our thoughts and our the way we behave and all of that stuff absolutely is it the crux of the issue no are there bigger things to be looking at yes you are never going to I think this is not is something that's not spoken about enough. You can learn tools to navigate the things that show up. You can learn tools to learn how to navigate the um, system systems of scarcity that we experience in the world day in, day out. Are you never going to experience something that triggers those thoughts of scarcity, of not enoughness? No. You're going to bump into that stuff all the time, whether it is literally living inside your head because it's been so deeply conditioned into you or whether it's out and about in the in the actual world. That's all going to exist in the same way that, yes, not using plastic straws. Great. We can all do that. And there's way more to be done than that. That's something that makes us feel like we've done something but really we're scratching the surface. And it also puts the blame on the consumer, that one. This is a side run that I know lots of you will know. But it's that thing where, where it's like, you know, you shouldn't be using plastic straws, again, without looking at the nuance around that, which was a very real thing when that cropped up a few years ago. And a number of people who were disabled with disabilities were like, hang on a minute, I need that straw, thank you very much. It needs to be bendy. There's a reason for that. And we put the blame on the individuals rather than looking at the big companies. Like the oil companies do sweet FA and, and yet the blame is on the consumer for not recycling enough, not you know, using a car with petrol rather than the people that make the cars, rather than the people that you know, 
get the oil, (laughs) technical term. So no, you won't hear me talking about money mindset in this way. And I do think, like I said earlier, it's important to find the right words for these things. It makes a difference. You also won't hear me talk about, and I may have spoken about this before I was even doing money coaching. I probably did actually, but you won't hear me talk about money blocks. And I've not spoken about that for a really long time. You don't have a block around receiving money. You've been conditioned to believe that receiving money will be dangerous, scary, overwhelming. You've been conditioned to believe money is not for people like you, that it causes problems and will lose you friends and change you. These are all patriarchal stories that keep us in predetermined places. It's dangerous to the wider way of doing things if we change it. And by dangerous, I mean it won't exist in the same way. We've seen this already. We've seen structures start to shift around. The Me Too, Me Too movement is probably the best example of progress. Still a long way to go, a long way, especially in terms of convictions and all of that stuff. But in workplaces, there's a very different culture that sprung up around that. And we've also seen the fear that comes with that. And so now to talk about just briefly before I finish up. I do also think, you know, you've heard me say over and over and over again, this is not your fault, your conditioning, but it is your responsibility. And this is a sticky part full of yes ands, full of nuance, full of gray areas where we acknowledge that we have also been conditioned to believe that there is someone coming to save us from it all. There is a parent, a husband, a partner, a wife, a leader, a someone who will arrive on a bright shining horse, maybe a unicorn, and deliver us from this terrible time and I talk about in my courses how sometimes that looks like a person sometimes it looks like a relationship sometimes it looks like a daydream about winning the lottery sometimes it looks like a daydream about that one big elusive client it can look all oh that one big order feeling like something's going to come out of nowhere and rescue us keeps us in that spot it means that we are left not accessing the power we truly have and so there are elements of you know where we need to look notice the patterns that we find ourselves in notice the thoughts that we give power to and the thoughts that we don't give power to the the ways in which we undermine ourselves, the ways in which we apologize for ourselves. But I also know that the reason that we all do those things, the the, what underpins those is our conditioning. And what we are unraveling is our conditioning, not um, this incorrect mindset we've got from nowhere. You know, the amount of times we go, I just realized I have a really terrible money mindset. Or did you realize that you've been conditioned to think about money in a way that is unhelpful? One of them has been given to you and you have power to change. 
The other one is like almost like a personality flaw. So, well, where did that come from? This terrible money mindset. And often people will blame families and stuff. But I just really wanted to, A, I wanted to talk it through for myself because this is something that's really just all unraveled this week for me. Not that, like, I understood that it was conditioning before, of course, but for some reason I hadn't fully linked what it was. And I'll tell you the full story, actually, before I finish up. What it was was I was... um read Kerry's post and, and I put a comment you can go to that post and I said like I said we'll link it in the show notes and I put a comment under it saying yeah I do sometimes use this I need to come up with another word and then literally went onto Facebook because yes I still go there and um I uh, saw a post from somebody else and I won't say who this was but they were talking about their their block that they had and it was just really clear to me from reading that post I was like that's not a block that's a conditioning you've been conditioned this was a woman that was saying it um you've been conditioned to care for people above all other things you don't have a block around um be like you know doing this I can't remember exactly what it was but doing this certain thing you've been conditioned to put um other people above you you've been conditioned to suppress your own needs and it might sound subtle but I promise you shifting that that way into that way of thinking reveals more truth than standing in the part part truth of mindset because it doesn't reveal the whole story so I really encourage you to start thinking about you know if you're someone who's identified your various money mindset stuff your 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 money blocks ask yourself the wider question And why did I get here in the first place? Why does this block exist? What about society underpins this for me? Because you will then start to see that it's not just for you to unravel. And I also think that often what happens with mindset stuff is we find ourselves going round and round and round in circles. And instead, you're able to look at it and go, of course, this has come back. It's everywhere. It's underpinned in everything. Of course, this is something that rears its head for me rather than it being like, oh, this block is so deep for me. I need to do more energy work on it or whatever it is. And I'm not casting like dispersions on doing that stuff. I think it can all be really helpful and supportive. But we need to call it what it is. Thank you for listening. I'm pretty sure when this is still this is going out, you will we will still have VIP spaces. I've got some one-to-one spaces. So if you do want to sign up for any of those, please pop to um, the link in my bio or the link in the show notes or head to Instagram and go to the link in my bio and you'll be able to find out more on those things. And please do, um, you know, if, if you enjoyed the episode, leave a review. If you like want to send me a DM, I'd love to hear from you. Um, thank you for listening. And I will speak to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Just a brief reminder that you can sign up for the Goals Workshop in the show notes below. I would love to have as many as you as possible join me. And of course, please do invite your friends along too. All right. Thanks again.